Aloha, my beautiful people, and welcome to another episode of Meilani Speaks Podcast. Mahalo nui loa for always tuning in each week. I am extremely appreciative of every single one of you who tune in, who share the podcast, who really get a lot from my messages on here each week. So this week I wanted to dive into the time that I was suicidal and what it taught me. Because I was realizing there is no bad or good um, circumstances, right? Everything is just everything. Things happen um, for either our own growth, for our own evolution, but things happen for a reason, right? So I wanted to kind of dive into the things that I learned, the wisdom that I gained, the woman that I became after this very dark moment in my life, just so I can shed light on you know, anyone else is, who is also going through it, if anyone needs any light, any perspective, um, any light at the end of the tunnel, this is definitely my message for you guys. And to know that I know what it has been like to be in that in that time, in that moment of just thinking that there is no reason, there's no purpose for me to move on. And I understand you guys. So here is, you know, here's my perspective and how, what I learned from it. So before um, I even had this whole moment, I grew up um, in a very like Catholic background, both my mom and my father's side. So I was, I grew up Catholic, went to Catholic church with my grandmother, but something within the church um, did not resonate with me too much. So this is my perspective. If if I have listeners on here who are uh, who are part of the Catholic Church, that's amazing. I'm so grateful that it works for you guys. But for me personally, it did not work out. So in that, as I became um, went into my 20s, I had this mission of finding some type of church or spiritual center that really resonated with me. So among that time frame, I stumbled across The Secret. And I think this was back in 2012, I stumbled upon The Secret, which was a time where I had just left my most toxic relationship. And I wanted, I needed something. I remember leaving the relationship. I was on my hands and knees. And I remember telling God that, you know, God, if you get me out of this relationship, I promise I will do good with my life. I promise. And prior to that, you know, I'm all about um, self-responsibility, taking responsibility for your life and the actions that have happened in your life. And I totally took responsibility for how toxic that relationship was because in that time frame, I was very negative. I was very, you know, just not the nicest person. I would, you know, just not... I wasn't the positive person that I was, you know, before my suicidal time, but right before I got into that, right before I discovered the secret, I, you know, I was very negative. Um, I wasn't fond of people. There was like no way that I was like about people at all. And so right when I left this relationship, things started to change. Like I started noticing that I wanted to be something else for people and I watched the secret and it completely changed my life to being positive. Now, how I feel about the secret now is completely different. I don't feel like, I feel like the secret is definitely um, a starting point for people to heal themselves and have a different mindset and do like a lot of psychological changes within our brain. 
But for me, back then, it was just like the beginning of this incredible awakening. So I started watching The Secret in 2012. Surely within 2013, I became this like positive person. Like it didn't, I like disregard my intuition, disregard my feelings. And it was all about, no, everything has to be positive. I don't care. If like someone was super shady, I would just be like, oh no. I would see like the positive twist to, you know, the way they were instead of really looking at their intentions. So I was known in the time frame, my name at that time was Jack Sunflower and everybody in like from like 2013 to 2014 I was like miss positive like everyone admired me for that like I like I was in the rave scene like hardcore and I was known to be this like positive person like positive this or I was constant I would wake up every morning and I didn't even know I was channeling a message at the time but I would channel a message and put something positive on my Facebook, um, on my status. Like every single day I would wake up, post a status that was positive, and then went on my day. And I would get a lot of, um, you know, people saying that that's what they needed. They're so grateful for my positivity, da 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 da. And so I was liking that, you know, it, it felt so good to be this like positive person that no matter what bullshit was going on in the world, I was that person that always had a extremely positive outlook on life and it was to the point where it would affect people um, who were going through something very traumatic that I was essentially what we call it now is spiritual bypassing at the time so if you're going through something really hard um, and you're going through like tough emotions or you're you know just going through something I would be that person that was so fucking annoying and would be like, oh, you're just thinking negative. Be positive. Yeah, I was that annoying person from 2012 to like 2014. So within those two years, like that's that's how I was. And I, like I was so positive that that positivity, the plus side of it, is what moved me to Amsterdam. So I moved to Amsterdam and I was like, oh, everything's gonna work out. I'm just positive, everything works out for me, da 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 da. And within this time frame, let me tell you guys, when I whenever, just so you guys can have like a point of reference on what, like how like ridiculous I was with this, um, you know, I would have friends that would lie to me. I was trying to date a guy at the time that um you know he was seeing other women but my positive facade was like no 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 positive positive like he's not seeing other women i need to think positive so he so he's not seeing other women did it like this is like how ridiculous i was at that time and uh you know and then at the time too when i was before i was moving to amsterdam my emotions like i felt like i was feeling sad or i wasn't feeling good or i was feeling depressed like little like these little moments of feeling down and i would instantly resist it and be like no 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 i need to be positive no i need to be positive no i need to be positive and i like it, it was just so like insane like i would have friends that would lie to me all the time in that time frame and I'm like, no, I need to think positive. I need to think that they're good friends. Ay, ay, ay. It's so funny. Like, when I, as I'm like telling you guys this stuff, it's really interesting to see how I am now compared to then. It's like, little girl, like, you know, that's, it's pretty obnoxious. But, um, 
so moving to Amsterdam. So then, you know, during that time, I was like, oh, I can do anything. I can move to Amsterdam. But before I moved to Amsterdam, I had this psychic vision. Um, I was living with my grandparents at the time. And I had this quick psychic vision that my grandmother was going to die. And I could not handle that emotion because my grandmother has had been everything. You know, she watched me growing up. She paid for things for me. Like she was the um, person that I always went to spiritually, you know, because she was had such a strong faith with God that she would always tell me, you know, God provides, God this, God that. And it, it really, you know, it would stick with me and help me keep moving forward and see the light at the end of the tunnel with certain things. And so before, you know, right when I saw this vision of her dying, I panicked and I was like, I can't be here for this. Like, I, I don't want to be here when she dies. Like, I don't want to deal with that and have to be around my grandpa, and my uncle when this happens. Like, no, 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 no. And so a month after being in Amsterdam, you know, I moved, I did the whole thing. My grandmother passes away. And that moment like catapulted me into this really like weird, deep depression. And the whole time I was in Amsterdam, you know, I was, I I honestly like amped up the positivity scale. Like if you looked at, I, if you look at my Instagram in that time frame, you will notice like my posts were super bright, like oversaturated. I overdid the positivity stuff with my captions. Like it was intense, but underlying all that, right when my grandmother died, that's when everything just like went downhill for me. I was in a relationship, got engaged. That was not for me. I was in a completely new country that um, was obviously foreign to me, but I was still trying to put on this positive thing and really disregarding all of my emotions. And you know, during that time, I was so sad. Like I had no friend, like I had friends, but they weren't like friends, friends, you know what I mean? Like I didn't have somebody that I could go to about, you know, what I was actually feeling because I had created this positive facade, like this mask to the whole world that nothing got to me. And I didn't feel any other emotions beside positivity. And what happened within that time frame was, the universe was essentially saying like, Jacqueline, we're going to take you to the deepest depths of your soul right now and your emotions. So you understand that you can't just put a positive facade right now. You cannot do that to yourself because you're harming yourself more than good. So the whole time I was in Amsterdam, I like, I can, I'm, this is the first time that I'm sharing this uh, publicly, but um, you know, I'd have moments where I'd be at the train stop and I would literally think to jump in front of a train and just end my life. Or I would, you know, ride my bike to work and I would just like cry to God. I'm like, well, like, what am I here? Like, what is this? Why am I doing this? Like, I don't want to live anymore. There's no purpose. There's no, there's no meaning to my life. I keep amplifying this like positivity fakeness that is not doing anything for me. It's not um, making me feel better, but it was obviously doing something for other people. You know what I mean? And that was going on for the whole time I was there. So I was there for about like two years and I, I think I was only engaged for like two months, but 
when I got engaged, it felt so wrong that I literally, my depression like went into an even darker place that I finally was just like, no, like this doesn't feel right. I need to call this off. Okay. At the time I didn't believe in marriage. I didn't believe in having kids. Like it was weird. And I actually ended up, um, you know, calling it off, telling my family, emailing them saying like, you know, we're not getting married anymore. My beliefs are this like da, 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 da. And a side note, my whole belief at the time was until now, you know, when you find the right one, you'll know when it's time to get married. Like when you, when you find the right one, you you want you'll want to be with them, you'll want to have kids and 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 for any one of you who are confused even in that aspect, like let me tell you, like I was the one that was like I'm never getting married, I'm never having kids, but when you find the right one, all of that changes. Like it completely changes. So back to the back to the main story, quick little side note there. Um so yeah, so, and then what ended up happening was I ended up getting pregnant and then I actually had to get an abortion. So within that depression, getting pregnant and then having the abortion, something within me was like, you need to go live your life now. Like you need to go do what you need to do. And what I needed to do at the time was travel because I, I think that whole year of being in Amsterdam, I wasn't doing anything but being in my apartment, going to work. And like, that was essentially it. And I hadn't gone, I didn't go discover other countries while I was in Europe yet. And so finally after that abortion, um, my guides were like, go travel, go do this, like go do that. And like, go to India, finally just go to India and experience that. And so I did. So um, something about that abortion, like really like kicked something within me and was like, go do some volunteer work in India. And I listened. And so I went to India, I was there for a month. And what was interesting, and I had realized this was, if I was still in my fake positive facade mindset, um, I would not have been able to be in India and understand what these um, people were going through because I feel like the depression and the suicide that I was going through while I was in Amsterdam, it helped me get to such a humbling and grounding place that going to India, I was able to be in the, in the environment and understand and feel what these people were going through and not have this bullshit thing of like, oh, well, they're just being negative. Like they need to be positive about where they're at. And it's like, oh my God, like I could totally kick myself in the ass if I, I met that Jacqueline again, but it's all with love. <laughs> um, but yeah, I realized that if I did not go through that experience, I wouldn't have had such a profound emotional experience in India that I, I learned so much while I was out there that it it was such an awakening being in India. And I went to India to do volunteer work um, to help orphans and to help slums, uh, to help slum schools and slum children. And I, I was helping them for like, I think two, three weeks and then traveled a little bit in India for about a week and then a weekend. And that was incredible. And once I got back to Amsterdam after being in India, I felt this like instant urge to move back to the United States. And sure enough, I get a text from my brother who was living with my grandfather and he was like, hey, grandpa's not doing good. We need to go, you need to come back. And no hesitation, I was like, done, I'm there. And 
like it was really interesting too because at the time in Amsterdam like I had like a couple of good friends but I was I was not making friends like I was like making more enemies than anything because of the darkness that I was in and it was not good so awakening happens during India I moved back to the United States after this whole thing and my suicidal tendencies and thinking patterns went away as soon as I got home and the moment I got home I instantly heard go back to your spiritual center that you discovered um back in 2013 which was Agape International Spiritual Center and as soon as I got home I was at Agape International Spiritual Center in Culver City five days out of the week. So I was taking two classes. I was going to Wednesday and Sunday service, and then I was doing their sacred Saturday service, feeding the homeless. And during that time, that's when I discovered that I was a psychic medium, that I could heal people and help people. So, and since that moment, it has carried me to where I am now. So what I had learned in that experience is whatever it is that we're going through nothing is good nothing is bad it's something that we're moving through as part of life as part of the cycle of life because if I didn't go through that depression and those suicidal thinking and and that darkness that I've ever experienced I wouldn't be who I am today I wouldn't be able Um, I wouldn't be the healer that I am today where I'm able to intuitively connect to people's emotions and know what they're going through. So if you're going through something right now, move through it, feel everything you're going through, but I will be the first to say that that is going to be your superpower. That is something that you have to move through and experience and understand that there is a grander picture happening underneath this. And so what as I keep moving about in life, I've noticed that even after Amsterdam, like my the suicidal stuff, it doesn't come up, but what does come up are feelings when I am feeling down, when I am feeling sad, when I am feeling a little bit of depression, but right after those moments, something new happens. And so, again, everything that we're going through is not good or bad. It's always to shed um, all the old stuff that isn't working for us and is bringing us into a new day, into a new level, into a new chapter of our lives. You know, I could label that time of being suicidal as terrible, right? But in that moment, it did feel like that. But throughout this whole journey of my life so far, the more I look back onto those moments that felt so dark and so heavy and so just like fucking weird have been the moments where daylight has definitely showed up and I moved into a whole new being. It's like the caterpillar, right? The caterpillar goes into a cocoon. It's dark, it's tight, it feels heavy, it feels icky. And then all of a sudden it blossoms into a butterfly like right after And then the circle of life starts happening over and over again. It dies and then all of a sudden a new caterpillar, a new caterpillar is born. And then the butterfly emerges again. So what I like to, how I like to frame um, the parts of when I am feeling down or when I am feeling sad or depressed or whatever 
it's a time of incubation. It's a time of internal pregnancy because you are about to birth a whole new you, right? Nothing's good, nothing's bad. You're going through the cycle of life, shedding, releasing, birthing something new, going through the ashes, and then the phoenix is reborn and rises from the ashes. And that's something that I constantly carry and remember. So my thing and my transformation that I want to offer everyone here who's tuning in and listening is I want you to just take a moment and look back on all of those times that something, you know, traumatic or dark or whatever, you know, that you're moving through. And then what happened right after that? Something new happened to your life. I guarantee it. Something changed. You either moved into a new apartment, a new house, met the love of your life, had a child, maybe moved to a different country or a new state or moved to a new city, maybe started a new job, maybe you met a new friend. Like, really look back on all the times that you felt really, really low. But then what happened right after that? Like, what happened after those moments? And I think the more we can actually acknowledge those moments is when we realize like, oh shit, the world is always here for us, right? The universe is here for us. And we're part of the collective that is, you know, going through new cycles. And part of being the circle of life is going through the ups and downs of emotion of emotions and, and to life. But it doesn't ever stop there, right? We continue to grow. We continue to evolve. We continue to move into who we're meant to be. And, you know, during that time of being suicidal, though that was like the lowest moment of my life, I had realized like the, the moments we hit rock bottom is right when we're catapulted into a whole new life, right? We don't need to label anything good or bad. It's part of the cycle of life. But it's our own perspective that does label things, right? And what also brings me back into um, just a side note, because something I feel like there's some of you that have like this thought of like, well, what if our life doesn't change when we go through thir- go through certain things? So, what I had realized though is the reason why my life kept changing was because I pushed myself through my comfort zone, and my life changed drastically. So if you're still going through some darkness, if you're still going through the same things, ask yourself, where am I still afraid to not grow and step out of my comfort zone? So for me, I'm always taking risks. I'm always doing something that feels scary. And right before that, I'm going through some, I'm going through like a birthing process of like, it's feeling heavy, it's feeling dark, like I don't feel good. But part of that is your growth and evolution. So if you're still stuck in the same place and you're still going through all these emotions, it's time for you to take action on what you're most afraid to do. And for me, you know, a lot of people say to me like, oh, you, you, you so, you're so confident. You look so confident. You feel confident. Da, 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 da. Yeah, I am confident. But underneath that, I still feel fear. But I move through it anyway. I move through it anyway. And here I am now. Being this incredible, I'm helping people heal, mentoring people how to tune into their own spiritual gifts. I I live on my favorite island of Kauai. I'm able to financially provide for my entire family. 
and all because I've continuously moved through my comfort zone and stretched myself, even when it felt the scariest. Even when I was going through those moments of being completely suicidal in Amsterdam, something within me was like, keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Because our darkest times, right, is like right before something incredible is about to happen. So right when I was going through my dark moments, being suicidal, I became a healer like right after that. So that power that I gained from that suicidal time is now my superpower now where I'm able to tune into people's emotions and understand what they're going through and help them heal and move through it with ease. I love you guys. I love you so, so much. Thank you, every single one of you who continue to tune in and really gain a lot from these messages. I love you so much. And yeah, I can't wait to talk to you guys next week. I will be bringing on a guest very shortly, so look out for that. And everyone stay safe out there. You know, with this coronavirus going on, and we're part of that, right? So part of the darkness that we're all going through right now is this whole coronavirus thing. I cannot wait to see what good comes out of this. And good has already been happening, right? Waters have been clearing out. You know, things have, you know, it, it's so incredible to see positive things are already happening. Pollution clearing out. Um, so yeah, there's nothing's good, nothing's bad. Things happen for evolution. Things happen for next, um, the next stages of life. Things happen for the next chapter. Things happen for that next stage, that next transformation, that next evolution. So I love you guys. Stay safe, stay home, keep it peaceful, keep it calm and know that the universe is always here for us and always has our back. I love you guys and mahalo and aloha.